No, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Up until I saw Elliot, I thought Oscar was going to be here. <laughs> I don't know for what reason. I just thought Oscar was going to be here. Your ESP. There has to be some dick in this movie. <laughs> Far Out Podcast. Big Bapa. Online at faroutpodcast.com. Man, that's the internet. <laughs> look, 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 good, good jam coming out here. Furry Murray. Got that Yul Brenner haircut. Timely reference. Always. Everybody. Always. So uh, on the show today, once again, my name is Todd Perry from Torrance, California, originally. We have uh, Buck Perez from San Pedro, California. Todd, how are we doing? And Ellie Dagan from Parts Unknown. Long yeah. Bitch. Long Bitch, California, eh? And that is, what's the band called? It's called, called like the Trade Winds doing this uh, Furry Murray song? I don't know. Who are you asking? I don't know. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Self, I guess. Yeah, because none of us know. Yeah, you're the one who picked the track. This is pretty awesome, though. I yeah, mean, it's pretty good. You just looked up Furry Murray one day, didn't you? You Googled him, didn't you? I, well, I, you I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted to know because there had been a lot of chatter about the uh, rap uh-huh. songs we had made about Furry Murray. Mm. And it came up Furry Murray song, and I thought, wow, this is really catching on. And then I realized there was already a song called Furry Murray from like the... Uh, 50s or whatever this is. I, I'll just say that because I'll admit to it this last week. I Googled myself. Yes, uh, I did. Disgusting. I know. I, disgusting. Googled, I Googled myself. Jesus. But I found <laughs> that there is a road in, I think, Michigan called Buck Perez Road. Really? Yes. <laughs> Buck Perez Road. And I have no idea why. But where, in, where in Michigan? It, it just showed like this like farmland. And it, would, <laughs> and it would only show it on Zillow. Which is like a real estate thing, yeah, and not like Google Earth or anything like that. So I don't know if it's for real or what, but maybe yeah. some guy like checked in on Foursquare, some the other Buck Perez, <sighs> or maybe is... some guy in Michigan who's a big fan of yours. Yeah, oh, wanted to name a street after you, like they have Chevy Chase Road, like out in everywhere, LA. dude. They Chevy Chase and Chevy Chase fucking crosses in Glendale. Yeah, in Glendale, like, right? Yeah, yeah. I I was doing that drive and I was like, oh, we got to take. I was doing a Google Map thing. My girlfriend and we were going somewhere, and I was like, "We're on Chevy Chase, and now you got to turn on to Chevy Chase." That, that's a, right off Caddyshack. <laughs> but uh, I swear, there's a Chevy Chase church out there. There there's is a Chevy there Chase is on Baptist, Chevy Chase <laughs> Baptist Church, and a Chevy Chase school not but, far from. But it. they don't even like do any services in the church. We did a gig out in front of it where we had the cheese truck right there, and there was an art show going on inside where we're serving alcohol and everything like that. I'm like, this is a church. I was looking at it like, for real? It's, it's just a movie set. Will Fletch be here? What's going down? <laughs> well, maybe yeah. it's one of these like uh, newfangled churches where it's like some kind of esoteric religion where they only study the gospel according to Chevy, and they do lines from Fletch, uh, Spies Like so Us. So awesome. Yeah. Mine are yours. By, yeah. by the fucking way, I live currently near one of those churches. It's like some yoga church. Everyone wears white and a white turban, and they're all white people. <laughs> they're all rich white people. White Hindus? I don't know what it is. Where are you Windows? living? I live in uh I live between Beverly Hills 
and Culver, and it's called Beverly Wood. Yes, it's I, heavily Elliot lives Jewish. in a fancy pants neighborhood. I was up to. Damn. I was like, damn, Elliot. Damn, yeah. Where I live is on the street, which is all apartments. So uh, the reason we open with the Furry Murray song is because we have uh, some issues with uh, my my dog, which I'll be getting into for, uh, for a second. But on today's show, mm-hmm. we're going to be discussing the art of calling in sick. To work, and we have some research studies for that, and also we have an update on uh, something we talked about many, many, many shows ago. We just want to do a little historical update on that. Um, but besides that, here's what I want to get into, boys. And uh, mm. bo- both of you guys are... are uh, uh, Buck was a dog owner for a, a very long time. Yes. He had a Polly and uh, Elliot Dagan here. Cats? Uh, uh, cats. Uh, shitloads of cats, always at least four or five in my family household. And one to two dogs, golden retrievers. All right. So you got you guys know the the, the dog world, and I, and I'm just coming into this new. I'm a, I'm a fresh dog owner, so I don't know everything that the dog's communicating to me on a daily basis. Now I, I watch uh, the Dog Whisperer all the time. I'm a big fan of Caesar Milan. <laughs> your your wife uh, had to Caesar Milan your dog's ass when I walked in. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I walked. I opened the door, and the dog was just going crazy, like it thought it was more than five pounds. And was like <laughs> screaming and barking at me, and your wife just came in and had to back it into a corner. Eventually, put him like lay him on his side just because he would not calm down. He was just thought he could actually do some damage to someone. Well, we were trying to make the, put the dog in what we call it a submissive pose. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. As Caesar Milan would say. Yeah, she did reference Caesar Milan very heavily on that. <laughs> yeah, she actually almost wants me to get my teeth capped. She loves Caesar <laughs> Milan so much. But uh, so. I have a, for those of you who may be new to the show, I have a little little terrier slash greyhound mix. It's uh, about about fifteen pounds. He's a little guy. What's its name? Uh, Murray. Wait, 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 wait. What? We call him Furry Murray. There we go. We call him Furry Murray. That's a man, just like the song. Yeah, just like the song. So uh, the other day, last weekend, uh, I was getting ready to go to an event with my wife, and so in our house we have like our spare room is like a little office room where I do some writing and whatnot, and we have a uh, we have new carpeting. In, in the the office we just we just paid for, and so uh, Furry Murray comes up to me while I was ironing a shirt because uh, you know I always like to go out looking dapper. Damn, damn, yeah. You ever see me wrinkled, bitches? Your shit is creased. I don't know if I've ever seen you in a shirt that needs to be ironed. That's true. Have you ever seen me <laughs> not not wrinkled? You know what I'm saying <laughs> you're rocking that style. It's always like that. Yes. So no. I, so as I'm ironing, Furry Murray walks into the room. You know, and uh, he he stands right next to me, and he looks at me. He like he makes eye contact. I don't know why that soundbite went off on him, but that was kind of appropriate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at you, and that's what you thought. Uh, that's lit- what was going through your mind. Lifted one paw. <laughs> Hates juice. <laughs> that's why he's grown that mustache out. Yeah. Wow. And uh, gypsies as well. Just like Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, he's oh, Jesus. <laughs> he told me he was trying to be like Mike, but he was wow. trying to be like Adolf. But uh, so Furry Murray, and, and then I swear to God, now he doesn't even lift his leg. He just crouches and puts his ass in the air, looks at me, makes eye contact, and begins to whiz on the new carpet. Like in your face. In my face. It's like he yeah. dumped on me where they, like the balls go into a guy's face when an NBA player dunks on another guy. Murray just straight whizzed and looked up at me like, what? <laughs> like the guy no, the one dude. time somebody uh, no dude like the time <laughs> like the the, the the time the guy stole my gas at the gas station and just took the pump out and put it in his car and looked at me like what are you gonna do 
That happened to you? Yes. We've never that's, discussed I've that. Ne- yeah, that was. I've never heard that. This that's is a fucking crazy. That's a very masculine story. I'm, I've no, always no, been afraid of that. Yeah. Like So he, what? How did he take your gas? So aren't you parked right there? No, I was at a gas station on PCH and Cherry in Long Beach. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I gave five bucks to the guy, I think, the, you know, running the gas station. And I walked over to my car. Cause I, you know, I paid with cash. And some dude with a very large, like, Cadillac Eldorado from the 70s <laughs> pulled up right next to my car, took the pump out, put it in his gas tank. And he was a large fellow. And he just looked at me like, what? And I was like... Sir, you're stealing my gas. And he just looked at me like, what? The appropriate move there, because they could never do anything against you, is just grab the gas, you know, grab the little uh, gun thing, and just start spraying everywhere. Spray him, spray his car, get him in the fucking face. It's my And take the fuck off. Yeah. You know, I I just, it was five bucks. (laughs) Okay. Oh, he must have been really pissed. He didn't ask you for a dollar. And what year was this? Uh, it was 2004, maybe. Cheap-ass motherfucker. To be fair, he put $5 worth of gas in a Cadillac Eldorado, so he probably got to the next light and had to refuel. Right. But So Furimari looks at me with this look of just like, what? And he just starts pissing on the new rug. And it wasn't even like a drizzle of piss. It was like he just drank a 40 and like had to take an eight-ball piss all over. And he just like... And I was like, dude! Because that's my reaction to everything. Dude! Palms up to the air. Right. Like it's a worship service? What's up, bro? Dude! Yeah, I don't think he respects that. No, I was like, dude! And I looked down, and so then I nudged his, his butt like to kind of get him to stop peeing. But I didn't want to nudge him too far because I didn't want the whiz to start shooting. I didn't want to become like the Bellagio fountain <laughs> in front of me. So like I just tapped his butt, and he just kept pissing till his bladder was empty right on the new fucking carpet. I can honestly say I've never seen a dog ever do anything like that. No, and I'm an, I'm nice to the dog. The dog and I get along well. Oh, he's he's a, he's showing dominance yeah, to you, man. You're too nice, right? Yeah. You're too nice to him, he's, dude. He's stepping up. He's yeah. he's like, hey, you're not the man. Guess who is <laughs> this bitch? Move over, bitch. Right. I was gonna use the word bitch too. I don't know why, but yeah, it's I, a dog terminology. I, I think uh, I think you know he's he's showing you that you are the man of the house for him to poop on. You know, for as Triumph would say, yes. For poop on. Yeah. For him to poop Not on. Yoda. Triumph. <laughs> you guys want to do Drunk Yoda right now? Oh, no? It's not re- no. some revisit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bad memories. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, so, Murray looks at me with this self-righteous indignation. Whiz is what? It, it had to be about two pints, if I want to get, you know, metric with it. Two pints of uh, hot dog jizz. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. That, yeah, was, that would have been a lot of dog jizz. That was my dream last night. So he has no balls. That can't happen. But so right in front of me, so I'm like, fuck, what do I do? So after, you know, intimidating the dog and, and, and scaring him off, I, I got some of that Resolve carpet cleaner. Mm-hmm. And then I told my wife, and then my wife said, you have to put white vinegar on it. So now the smell in the house is five times worse because now it's piss, Resolve carpet cleaner, vinegar, and then I hit it with the nature's miracle earlier today. Good God! Yeah, what what are you doing? Why would you? Uh, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> say I understand, but why would you add white vinegar to piss? Because that's what they say. They say, well, the guy Ahmed that sold me my carpet, a one carpet over in Cerritos, he told me that the best thing to do is put a little white wine vinegar on it. That was the move. So that's what I did. Well, that was, and then, and then my, my wife told me to do that. So now the garage, uh, the the office smells. Horrible 
Yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's horrible. P- <laughs> piss is basically vinegar. Yes, so it's not just uh, yeah, piss just... and vinegar, it's piss and piss. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're, you're just doubling down if you do that. Shit. So I, I decided I need help. So, you know, as you guys know, maybe you don't know, uh, we've had some troubles with the pooch. So I had signed him up because I have good pet health insurance. I get <laughs> through work. Only when, in L.A. Only in fucking L.A. Well, right. in L.A., you, get, you, you, get, you, get, you have the insurance guy come from Aetna, and then they, they not only offer you a good health insurance, and it's covered by my employer for yourself and your family, but also for the dog. Internets. Oh, so, Bullshit, man. That was the one I wanted to do, sorry. Thanks, sorry. <laughs> so, still, still experimental phase. Yeah, and yeah. well, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, you're doing a good job. No, thank you. I'm with you. Buck's <laughs> learning how to play the drops right, but we need to get used to not reacting to every drop <laughs> and like stopping the show and the flow of conversation. Yes, we sure do. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> so, just see, just brought to a hold. Sorry about that. So anyway, I'm sorry. Wait, Murray, what? Murray, can we talk about him? He is a very just resourceful man. Like you have basically the Great Wall of China in your fucking house right now, right? Yeah. Because Murray has basically. Oh my god, I saw that. Walled through, I think about four or five of the doggy doors that you've stacked up throughout yeah. one door. What the? You fuck? know, you you stacked yeah. up like four of them into one, and he found a way through that. He ate through, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember the first setup where I like walked in and I was like, "What the shit?" It was like a kid's gate and some like cardboard. He's fucking dirty dozen, dude. He's dope, <laughs> but it's just one one dog. It's one guy. Yeah, he's so dirty. <laughs> That's yeah. what's going through his head. Yeah, Furry Murray is like Steve McQueen. Uh, I don't know, shoot his right profile from the Clash. What's that song? Uh, what's his? What's his? Uh, Montgomery Clift. Huh? Uh, Yul Brenner. <laughs> He's Yul more Yul Brenner than anyone. Because he has a giant penis? Yeah. <laughs> I see him as Yul Brenner. So, I, so we, we had, we're taking the dog to a, to, a, to a pet therapist over here in uh, Belmont Shores in Long Beach. And so I figured, of course. here's the deal. Or maybe you guys can help me because you guys are dog owners. I'm going to call him up, mm-hmm. and then we can, uh, can kind of resolve this issue. But I want you guys' support. And then also I can go back to my wife with a solution because, you know... But I, I I just want to be done with this issue, and I want peace to return to my home. So, What's going uh, on? So let me call up um, Roger, my uh, pet therapist, real quick. So let me let me just pull it up on oh. uh, the computer here. I'll Sk- Skype it up. Skype. Right. Meditate on this. I will. Alvita saying this is Roger Fred. Hey, it's uh, Todd from America. You remember me? You had some sessions with my dog, Murray, a few months back. I think you remember? Uh, yes, I remember this dog. He had some very major testicular envy. After the dogs are castrated, they have severe trauma. They may act out from time to time and try to find their missing testicles. Is your job jumping the gate in a source to find his lost balls? Hmm? Now, it's not really the problem. See, the other day he looked me square in the eye and he pissed on my new carpet. Ah, that was an act of aggression. What did he say? Aggression. Uh, indigestion? I think he said aggression. Correct. Aggression. Anyway, I know why he fears this. Your dog revealed much to me in our last session. 
What did he say to you? Uh, uh, well, I, I am sorry, Mr. Perry. That is a dirty doctor client confidentiality. I needn't indulge to you. But but how can I fix it if you don't count? You don't tell me. This is some bullshit. Some doggy client uh, provision. Is it some kind of legal thing? Okay, okay. The dog is in love with your wife, and feels you are coming in vip points. Well, well, what do I do then? He is also envious of your testicles. You needn't to Tom find a female dog to be his companion. And then he will stop fixating on your wife. So, so you need. I mean, I need to find a female dog. With testicles, the female must have testicles. The bitch with nuts. Thank you, Elliot. The time is up, Mister Pauly. I'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mama. Goodbye. Hi, hello. All right, so it's summertime. Summertime in the LBC. It, it is summer. It's still spring, but it's getting hot as terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why we're recording in the evening here, because because we don't want to have those days we're recording in the far-out garage where... I remember, I think last time, I think when John was here, Buck, hmm. and we were recording the show... No, no, no. When we did the shows with Jenny Yang, and uh, somebody else did like a couple shows on that, too. We did like two with Jenny and two with... Um, oh, the man from the internet. Yeah. Last time we did those, it was literally so hot in here. We had to turn off all the lights. And we're like mopping sweat because right. it, in this garage, it'll get to be 100 degrees in the summertime. Jenny Yang just upped out about 20 degrees. Bringing the heat? With her hotness. Oh, bam. Man. Yeah, you're, I'm telling you. You're, you're feeling Jenny? Oh, man. You don't even know. You, sh- you should have had that happen. You, like, you should have sh- shared your bed with again, her. Again, once again, I'm very professional, Todd. Like Wait. I told you, I always, I'm always good on the show and then... Right after, I'll either talk major shit yeah, or tell you how I really feel about the person. We talked about this. Yeah. So Jenny Yang that I went to high school with, who was on uh, oh, yeah. know, some episode in the 130s or something. You were into that? Uh, yes. So did you want to be the Ying to her Yang? Wow. <laughs> you got that queued up for a minute. I was waiting what he was about to hit me with. <laughs> we shut the show down. The show's hit a new high. I don't know why we go any further after that one, Elliot. So it's... <laughs> so... Boys, boys, boys. Yes. So, you know, the summer sun's heating up. Everybody feeling good. Everybody feeling like it's a nice day out. And on Monday, after a nice long weekend, who the fuck wants to go into work, right? Uh, I'm going to work Monday. All right. Oh, yeah, because we're recording for Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. Yes, we are. Now, you could call in sick. No. I get no. a fucking point for that. We're on, a, we're a on point? A, yeah, we're on the point system, man. Driving you, record? What is it? You got one of those jobs. Yeah, I got one of them jobs. So they got like a point system, an X amount of points. You get fired, or you get a write-up, you get your 30-day notice. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, not to get into the inner works and workings of the HR of all of our uh, jobs, but um, so, okay, you got the gig. We're going to get the points. Yeah. And uh, Buck, Buck, what happens if you call in sick on Monday from work? Oh, it all goes to hell. Oh, no, no, the whole grilled cheese truck can't function. The whole thing shuts the fuck down. Yes. <laughs> I, no, am, I am the grease people, in the wheel. There's people making sandwiches, but no one to like sell them. Like, I'm the cheese and the bread, yes. They're just back there making them left and right, and they're like, why isn't anyone buying these? I slang the cheese. They just put it together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, I, have, I have the most important job on that truck. So it's like the hoes have the sex, but you slang the pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm the man. 
I'm the pimp. So what? What's the protocol like, Elliot? If you if you have to call in sick for your job, like what do you have to do? You know, uh, do you call your boss, or do you leave a message, or send an email, or what? well, it doesn't matter. I'm getting the fucking point, so it really doesn't matter. If you would you leave? But what if oh. you're genuinely sick? Uh, if you have a doctor's note, you can get out of it. Oh wow! But it's one of those you have to have the doctor's note, and because I don't have health insurance. Oh, because it's pay so. To how play. do you see a doctor? It's pay to play. So okay, so he, okay, if you don't have health insurance because your employer is that cool that they don't give you health insurance. Oh, they do, but I have to pay. You have to into, pay for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to pay a shitload of money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like, you know, it would pay off if something horrible happened, but with mild stuff, I it, I save money. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair so right. yeah, I'm playing. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm playing like lotto with you're, you're, uh, you're my health insurance. Health insurance lotto. Okay. And like you know, it, Obamacare. When that kicks in, you know, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm yeah. just waiting. So, okay, so Buck, what do you have to do if you if you you, you call? Do you talk to your boss personally? What's I mean? What's the interaction? Of course, like? I would have to talk to this person. Now, I'll just tell you right now, May sixth was not a good day to be a Mexican. It was not a good day. Oh, because it was the day after Cinco de Mayo. I know at least two Mexican people that got fired on Cinco de Seis. It was a bad day. It's yeah. like a, an Irishman getting fired on March 18th. Right. I mean, but at least, you know, I always show up that day. You know, hungover or not, I'm there. Yeah, that's know? right. I mean, a true, but, a true drinker fucking shows the fuck up the next day. It's the amateurs that call in sick the next day. It was uh, one guy in my truck and then one guy who works at our lot that was supposed to have our truck, like, service, like, cleaned and everything like that. Didn't do it. And we ended up having to do it before the shift and everything like that. But it's just, like, two people got fired that day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Two people got fired. It's like day. the Miley massacre. It's not good. And what, trail of tears at the both, grilled cheese. Both of them had the same excuse. Oh, I didn't know you wanted me here. And, <laughs> and oh, I didn't have access to a phone. Or you know, they, they both claimed the same thing. And oh, I was just like, what the fuck is going that's on? A here? weak excuse. Yeah, that's a that's a horrible. It's terrible. The kid who did it on the truck. I'm like, okay. For one thing, in 1998, when I had a job and I had a pager, I was more accessible than this kid is right now. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. It's easy. It was easier to get a hold of me at that point than than this kid is right now. And you know, yeah, you, have, you have no excuse with technology today. That's that's the wonder of cell phones is how unreliable people are now, versus when people had to use landlines. Yeah. You had to get shit straight. You had to be correct on everything. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, when I call in sick at work, usually I email in sick. What? Which is, yeah, I should, wow. I should, well, it's what? Out, Microsoft Outlook. Wow. I, I go, I log into my work email from home, and I'm like, mm, I'm sick, I'm so incapacitated. Subject line: Todd out. <laughs> and then oh, a little bit, not not feeling too hot today, kids. You guys handle business on your end. If you need anything, give me a ring. You say kids? I don't say kids. I mean, I'm a little more professional. Oh. Do you oh. think Seacrest starts as a Seacrest out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I, I remember uh, one time I had uh, tickets to Coachella back in like 03 or something. It, w- it, was, like, it was like Blur and Radiohead. Oh. And there was no fucking way on God's green earth I'm missing that. So I put in for time off mm-hmm. for my boss at Sears when I was selling refrigerators. And I said, Todd, uh, sorry, it's a big summer sale weekend. you you got to work. And I'm like, I spent 80 bucks on tickets to the one day of Coachella. Whoa. Uh, wait, wait. Can I can I jump in there? 80 bucks for one day at Coachella. That sounds nice. That's what it used to be. You could buy one day. <laughs> it wasn't it was, like yeah. a whole fucking weekend. And you could pick the day you wanted, the man you wanted to see. And so then he and 
my 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 supervisor Rodney was like, "Yeah, dude, you're going to work. You're coming in that day." I was like, "Fuck!" So and it was me and all my friends, Oscar. Everybody was going to Coachella. So I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm calling in sick." So. Uh, at Sears, they had like the call-in sick line. It was, it was just like an answering machine. I didn't think anybody listened to it. So I called in, and I was extra pissed because the people there kind of treated me like shit. So I called in, and I left a message. I was like, Hi, this is uh, Todd Perry from Division 46. And then I did this move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was like, I'm not coming in today. Click. And then I went to Coachella. And the next day I went into work. It was like, you know, a Sunday. And then the store manager, the guy who runs the entire flagship Sears Torrent store, comes down to the sales floor and is like, like looks at the name tag. Hello, uh, Todd Perry. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Gutierrez. You used to call him 5220 because his pant size was like 52 with 20 length. He was... Very, he looked like Chris Christie, like he was like Mexican Chris Christie, and I was like, I was like, he was like, heard your message. I guess the HR people forwarded it to him. He's like, I heard your message. Heard you were sick yesterday. <laughs> Let you know that we run a legitimate business here at Sears, and we don't accept this kind of behavior from our associates. I'm like, fuck, you don't even know me, dude. And I was like, sorry. He's like, I can stick you in the stock room for the rest of the day if you want me to. And I was like, no, that'll be fine. He goes. All right, next time, none of this. <laughs> and then walked away. Wow. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah. One time I did pull that I ate some Indian food and couldn't show up. Really? Yeah. I just didn't <laughs> want to go to fucking work. I've never had a problem with Indian you food. You said Indian food? Yeah. How fucking funny is that? Well, so you what? called, in, you you called in with diarrhea? No, yeah, no. Basically. No, he just <laughs> called in with Indian food. I said, oh, yeah, I ate some Indian food and I'm feeling really sick. <laughs> that doesn't imply diarrhea. It just implies, I don't know. But doesn't it? Yeah, it does, does, it does in a way. It does in a way. But it 100% saying, that a typhoid. <laughs> I can't call that now because I have so many inoculations. There's I'm going so many to things India. that could go in Indian food. There's just so many. Now, the bad thing is if you fake it and call in sick mm. the next day, or even if you are sick. Okay, if you are sick, legitimately sick, you call in sick, the next day you come into work and you're like, fuck, I look good. <laughs> you know, and you're like, ah, my voice is fine. And so then you got to act it. And then yep. you got to act it, and then you got to walk in and talk to your boss. I'm like, feeling a little better today. Don't know. I'm trying to make the hold it, man. <laughs> you know, I'll try. Yeah. I'll try and keep it together, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the bad thing is when they know you're a partier as well. Like, anybody knows me who's working with me knows. Like Todd's having a drink at night. You know, like they know he's he's probably hungover. Like, ah, oh, so bad. I uh, I once worked with this girl named Afrika. <laughs> That is the best Man. name I've ever heard in my life. And this was at a strip club. No, yeah, no. <laughs> she was. She. We worked at oh, the Frico. at the Torrance YMCA when I worked in the daycare when I was in college. That's a hell of a strip club. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. it's fun to stay. It was a male strip club. <laughs> so Africa, Africa was crazy. Okay, really. Her name was spelled Africa, like like the continent. But instead of going for Africa, she's like, "No, nah, my name is Africa." Holy like shit. she, she could have professionalized the name a little bit with saying her name was Africa, but she was just like, "Yeah, my name is Africa." And Africa, one day, Africa called in and said, "And Africa drove a Gremlin, like a '69 Gremlin," and this was like 1996. This only gets weirder. Yeah, and Africa said. Uh, she was in a car accident. So everybody was at work was like freaked out. Like, is Afrika okay? 
Afrika came into work the next day. I swear to God, Afrika had a bandaid on her forehead. Like Afrika was tall. Too. Afrika was like six two and had braids, and she looked like a WNBA player if they were overweight. And she had a, a like a bandaid just in the middle of her forehead, and that was what happened when she got into a car accident. They kept her away, like, and it was like, well, clearly, like, what did you hit if it just hit the top of your head and you're six two? Like, what did you hit in your gremlin? Hmm. Like, did you hit the ceiling? And then she had a limp. And the next day, she had no limp. And then she had no Band-Aid the next day. So it was like the worst fake of all time. And then the gremlin was fine. Now, I'm I'm sure a gremlin's going to take a beating and a wreck. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. So Afrika... And then Afrika would call me one time. And because I lived right across the street from the daycare center. Mm. And she called me one day. And it was... They opened at 6.30 in the morning for morning care. And she called me and she goes, Todd, I can't come in. Could you, could you cover for me? I said, yeah, Afrika, it's 6 in the morning. What's happening? She goes, I can't come in. I said, why? She goes, I had to work the night shift last night. This was a daycare center that closed at 6. What the fuck? She goes, I worked the night shift at the Y last night. I can't come. And I was like, well, well I'm going to fight with her and say, there's no night shift. And this is, there's no Night shift is ending at 6. No, that was 12 af- hours ago. Again, she is a stripper. She was telling you, I worked the night shift last night. What do you want? I, I've been up all night. I just got home right now. I've, I've been would, on the pole. Fucking, I've been just dancing my ass That's off. That's what I'm saying. Do you want her to tell you she just got off the pole? I would have paid Afrika not to lap dance me. <laughs> <laughs> Afrika would have break Yo, my fragile thighs. Afrika leak, dude. That's what's Afrika leak. Afrika leak. So Afrika, yeah. So Afrika. Yolanda. Afrika was. <laughs> Afrika. Next up, we have Afrika. She's dancing for you tonight. She's a bigger lady. If yeah. you like them big, you love them big. Bands make her dance. She's <laughs> just going off, dude. I'm telling you. So, so uh, Elliot here has an article. All right, one last one. Yeah. So I had a, uh, what is it called? A headhunter job through a temp agency. Okay. Once a month, I would call in sick just because I did not give a fuck. I was a file clerk. Hmm. One day at lunch, one of my friends was in town. This was in La Mirada. Beautiful La Mirada. Beautiful La Mirada, California. And uh, he called me up and he was like, hey, do you want to go to the record store? And I was like, yeah, sure. And just bailed and didn't even fucking give an excuse. Two hours later, they called me and I was like, oh, I wasn't feeling well. Oh, you did a no call, no show? You busted a John Salwin? On my Um. lunch. On my lunch break. So I went. How do you do that? And retain your job. Once a month, I would call in sick, and I would just be like, yeah, I'm sick. can't come to work. Wow. Yeah. Because because I didn't report to them. I reported to my headhunter agency. Oh, they didn't even say that. Yeah, they don't give a shit. All right, Elliot's got an article here. What's going on? All right, all right. Worst excuses for calling in sick. And this one comes from The Telegraph UK. Uh, Bosses have been told, I am hallucinating. Oh. I am stuck in my house because the door's broken. <laughs> and my new girlfriend bit me in a delicate place. Really? The excuses were found in a study of a thousand workers and a thousand bosses commissioned by mutual healthcare provider Beneden Health. Oh, does- yes. oh, you're familiar, Buck. Oh, Beneden. Yeah, of course. Uh, it also merged one in three managers scour social media after receiving a sicky Colin to see whether the staff member is well enough to post updates. So, okay, do you have, like, 
the owner of my company is friends with me on Facebook. Right. And Deadly now. Well, well, fuck Facebook for that. Well, well, that's the moment I knew I wasn't going to get fired anytime soon. Oh, your buddy, buddy. He yeah. approached you with it. Yeah, he he, he requested me. Right, mm. so that so that's pretty good. But then, but then you got to watch out. And plus, what if you call in sick, and then like you go to San Diego with your wife, right. and then photos of you and Shamu hanging what out? What if that know? thing's like pinging you at places you don't even know it's pinging you at, and then you're Pinterested and all this shit that's like when you're supposed to be at home? You right. know what I'm saying? You're, you're supposed to be working. Yeah. 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 New mayor of Foursquare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your four square friends yeah. with them. You're checking in at the Holiday Inn and blah blah blah. What you gotta do is you gotta go. You, you you gotta go start checking in on Facebook so your boss sees at like medical centers and clinics around town. Oh, are you gonna start some new cool trend? That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. So you go check in there and then you go drink or, or do whatever you want to do. I like that. Record a podcast or something. I've had that happen as well. I've had like episodes of the podcast I was putting out, but I was sick that day. But I recorded them like a couple of days, be- you know, weeks before. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope no one's monitoring the site and they see we just put up a fresh show. You know. The study found certain excuses stand up better than others. Vomiting bugs, viruses, abdominal pains yep. are more likely to be believed. Uh, like do you the guys, shits, you know? Yeah. I you, got the shits. No, look, that was my first thing. Okay, I spent half my life trying to get out of school. <laughs> like, I, I, I literally, you know, I spent days, like, acting like I was sick. And not, you know, just to get out of school. Ferris Bueller style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, throughout my research of doing this and just anything in life, if I ever want to get out of work or if I do... Diarrhea is the ace in the hole. Because yep. nobody wants. It's like the same thing as a woman saying she's on her period. Like yep. having a heavy flow day won't yep. come in. You'd be like, I ate some. Okay, don't worry about it if they're on the phone because they don't want to hear the details. I think mm-hmm. I learned it in like fourth grade or something like that. Like I was in the nurse's office and I'm like, I had diarrhea. <laughs> like I was hurting. <laughs> I like I made a like a dramatic scene. The nurse like, oh god, okay, okay. Like they made a huge deal and I'm like, hold on, this kind of immediate response on this. This is good. I'm 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 rolling with this. Yeah. You, you, know, you know what? The other day, actually, I would. I here's what I hate. You know what I really hate? Airline peanuts. Yeah. Besides airline <laughs> peanuts, I the other day I was getting ready to to go to work, and you know I woke up. I woke up on time. You know, and I got all the shit. I got to take care of the tortoise and the dog, and get all that shit ready before I uh, leave to go drive to Marina del Rey. And Marina I woke del Rey. Might as well be in Long Beach, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> Californians for everybody. Uh, and and so I got up. I was all ready for work. You know, I I woke up early. I was like, I'm gonna be to work on time today. You know, feeling all good about myself. And then I woke up. I was like, oh, I gotta take a dump. Like, Shit. And like I, I I literally had to take like a 23 minute dump. And so it meant I, I left to work late. Now I woke up on time. This was just act of God. Right. You, you can't, know, you can't stop it. You can't stop that, and it's not like you can call your work and be like, "I'm sorry, I'm gonna be 20 minutes late today because I had Buffalo Wild Wings last night." Act of Todd is what you meant. Or when Buck gives me the "I'm sorry" sauce, yep, <laughs> on that grilled cheese sandwich. But sure. uh, so, Ellie, what are some of the excuses from this study they found from HR people? Um. All right. So here's our excuse list. And by the way, can I just say vomiting bugs? I've never seen a bug vomit. No, hate Doug it. Beetle. Oh, oh boy! Elliot. Oh, jeez! All right, Elliot's gonna Todd. be in the next uh, three, uh, two shows after this. But <laughs> hey, enjoy it. Um, a can of baked beans landed on my big toe. Ooh, wow! 
That, specific. That, that, I mean, well, it depends. Here's what I do. The, if, the, I, if I was writing that email or calling. Yeah, I, writing I, that email. I would, give some, <laughs> I, would give, I would give some distance to it. Right. I would say it was on the top shelf of my, uh, my, 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 my food pantry. And then the baked beans was the big one. It was that big kidney beans one, like the big eighteen ounce. Of, like if, if if it was full of beer, you you would die drinking it. Like the the family size pot of chili. Costco. Yeah, the it was a Costco thing of baked chili beans. Landed, but but then you got to have a fucked up toe the next day. Mm-hmm. You got you, your your toes got to basically look well, like, you know, uh, well, the elephant man's head. Well, there's the cover. Oh you know, most places you have to wear shoes. Yeah. No, but you got to. You, what you got to do is you got to come in with the fat laces, the Run DMC <laughs> laces on one foot, or I have a. I have the weird after I have my foot surgery. You've got the. You've got the fakie cast still. Yeah, I got that. Um, I was swimming too fast and smacked my head on the poolside. Yeah, that means you were drunk. That's a horrible excuse. Yeah, it's like a leisurely activity. Oh, I was golfing. And I, I did some. So you were golfing. I was yeah. golfing, and I hit myself in the head with the fucking yeah nine iron. Fucking yeah. doing some <laughs> leisurely. Come on. Actually, I did once get a golf injury. Oh Jesus! I like to golf. White people problems over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know the, when they give you the scorecards, they give you the little mini pencils. Like for those of you who don't golf, maybe bowling. You have the bowling score scorecard pencil, that little pencil, mm-hmm. and it's real mm-hmm. sharp, you know. Yeah. And I had it in my pocket, and I was reaching in to grab some tees, <sighs> mm-hmm. but it, I hit my golf pencil, and the the lead thing went up my nail. Holy shit! Right? White, that wh- sounds like a week holy off, right? Fuck! White man's problems. Because then you got that graphite <laughs> lead in your hand. Oh my gosh! That shit hits your heart. It's that's, over. That's lead poisoning. I know more. Jesus. White, more white people die from that than than anything. Really, is lead poisoning from golf pencils. More right. rich white people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been bitten by an insect. Yeah. Now you got to say what insect it is. You'd be like, I was I was bitten by an, a, a camel spider that came over from Afghanistan was, from the Long Beach airport. That was the one thing. The more specific, the more you believe. You know, and that's the that's the part about lying. You got to get into the specifics about. But then, don't you think that your boss listening is like he went way too specific on that? Mm, so therefore, know, he is lying. I think it's better than <coughs> I won't be there. <laughs> to him. You know what I'm saying? You got to get specific in what you're talking about. That, but you have to know as an actor because I've been doing this for a while <laughs> that they're going to call you on some of that shit, and you got to have backup. Like at, at, you got the, you got to have the story written the out. the storyline of of your character right. Well, in Long Beach, it kind of works because we have two really deadly spiders. Yeah. Mm. We got uh, black widows fucking up the asshole. Well, we have them up the asshole around here, too. Oh, yeah. In this garage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those fuckers are everywhere down in this area. Yeah. And brown recluse. Yeah. Those fuckers are nasty. And we get the uh, camel spider from the Long Beach airport. Uh, Ships come into here from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. This is true. I heard a woman tell me this. And they have these camel spiders, which basically look like... Fucking some macrame shit a grandma made. They're like fucking huge and they're long and they come over on the, the planes from the war and they come over and they hang out in Long Beach, mate, and uh, drink 40s. Nice. Oh, is that who we've been seeing over at the bar? What? The, the spiders? Is the that what we're saying? It's like, like Moss Eisley around here. <laughs> Good God. Do, 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 do. Um, here's my favorite. I injured myself during sex. It happens. Nice. It does. You can pull something. Well, you can pull a lot of something. Well, if you're doing it right, someone's pulling something. Is it a male or female giving this? Song? It doesn't. It doesn't say. 
Well, if you're pilling something on a female, then you had a good night. Yeah, then right? you're definitely definitely doing something wrong. Actually, as an employer, <laughs> I would uh, I would question if it was roadhead. <laughs> I, uh, That's what I, I would do. I I, I did receive an injury once during a sexual encounter. Giving roadhead? Wait, what injury? <laughs> good God! <laughs> Wait, what was the injury? I want to know. It was so, a very very large bruise on my shin. On your shin? Yeah. Wait, wait. You just you like keep leaving this fucking as a floating like, tough. We're asking you what the fuck's going on. And I'm sorry, not shins, but shin. Yeah, what one shin? One wait, shin. Wait, what, what's one it? Shin. Yeah, with, like what the fuck happened? I I, I, I fell I fell fell off the bed. <laughs> I fell off the bed, and the lady did as well. Mm-hmm. Lady and. Verified lady, no Adam's apple. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And Lance, Lan- we 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 both like the, the the problem is it's not with the gymnastic move. It's all about the landing. And I didn't stick. Mm-hmm. The, stick you gotta the, stick the landing. I, I didn't stick the landing, and I got I got a horrible years ago. I got a horrible bruise on my shin. Still finished the act, but anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, no one's gonna not finish the act. Yeah, you gotta. You, Okay. You, you don't feel it till you finish the act. <laughs> Fuck my shin! It's, it's like I got kicked by Ronaldo. Um, worst one I've ever heard. I had a sleepless night. You know what though? No. Honestly, no, 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 no. There's been times which I have like not slept well, oh my and like God. I was up the whole night. Like I felt nervous. Like. And then I woke up and I was like, I feel like shit. And I've called out sick. And that's as bad as being sick as not getting a good night's sleep. Bullshit, man. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to call it on that one. Dude, I'm I, telling you. Uh, the first night I hooked up with my ex-girlfriend, yeah. I had a morning shift that I totally forgot about. And they were like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, I'll be there in like two minutes. So I literally did not deep. sleep. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, uh, you know, the funny thing, with my, my first girlfriend when I was 19... Uh, she lived in uh, Redondo, Redondo Beach. For those of you from the LA area that know the geography, I had to work in South Torrance the next morning at six thirty in the morning. That's a drive. And uh, well, well, I was living in North Torrance. I drove to South Torrance, and the girl was in Redondo Beach. And and so I I stayed the night in Redondo Beach at this girl's house. I was like nineteen. I didn't sleep the whole night. Mm. And then I had to go to work. That sounds rough, Todd. It sounds really rough. But but you know what you you. you <laughs> It's not like you know we were just having you know heavy petting sessions, but it was like I smelt like woman. I had to put on my my Y shirt and, and deal with children, children that early in the morning, and it was it was very rough. And I had like a stomachache because I missed her so badly. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. All right. This one's actually pretty good. Um, my mom has died. Oh, I should say that no with a British accent, right? Yeah. My mom has died. Uh, second time the person well, used the isn't excuse. Isn't that a Lennon song? <laughs> My mummy's dead. Yoko Berry or something. Dead, yeah. Second time they used the excuse. <laughs> Wait, has anyone? Do you guys know anyone who had ever pulled that one? Someone died. Uh, I mean, I knew someone who pulled that once. That lied saying it? Yeah, say that Jeez. someone died. Like they were like, "Oh, my uncle died," and I was like, "Really? You used that?" Like, and I was working with the person. I was like. That's that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many other excuses than to go to the death thing. I the funny thing, my 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 about a year and a half ago, sadly, my my grandmother passed away, who I was very close with. But I almost felt bad taking off a couple of days, saying no, my grandma no. died. Don't you, you can get out of anything with that? Yeah, you actually can. I know, you, I know, it's, but it's a free card. But for a couple of days before that, I'm like, she's getting ready to go. <laughs> 
So just let you guys know it's going to happen the next couple of days. But if you didn't get a good night's sleep, then it's all over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, I am hallucinating, and now I I'm would have as fuck. Right. Exactly. What is that? Um, I have rolled into work one time, uh, strung out. Hell of a day. Oh, yeah. I, Hell yeah. of a day. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're like Ray Liotta Goodfellas? Uh, Helicopters falling in. Walking in there, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> More like um, Fear and Loathing style. Yeah. Like real strung out, like real like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't anybody look at me in the eye kind of day at work. Oh, life is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm back in with people doing things, making money and having jobs and in real world and currency and stuff, man. Yeah, I've had that day. The, the worst day is, not that this has ever happened to me, but people have told me Of about course it. not. No, 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 no. You're a, you're a, a new, you know, I didn't say that either, so. Never. The worst thing is when you're in your car and you're pulling up to work <laughs> and your nose is bleeding. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. And God. you have to walk in. <laughs> the hell? Because, because, well, I'll tell you why. Because sometimes when it gets hot outside, oh, you get a nosebleed. Right? Oh, that's oh yeah, totally. Or when you stick stuff up there. <laughs> no, no, it was hot, and then I didn't want people at work to think this at, happened in December or something at CBS Radio. <laughs> it's snowing, and you know, anyway, you know. Anyway, sorry, I I don't know what that's all about. But <clears throat> I have had days which it was like, you know. I pulled a really hard, long night and made it into the office and was like, if I just stand here in the corner, no one will know. Um, I am stuck in my house because the door is broken. Oh, you know what? Honestly? Same here. My, no, this is true. My wife, uh, Sarah, my, my old apartment in Long Beach, if you locked the door from the outside you couldn't unlock it from the inside oh that's right that my old apartment i remember that and so sarah i go i go to work at sears that story is tragically hilarious and, <laughs> and sarah needed to be it was like a it was a weekend and she needed to be to a work event hmm. and uh she calls me and, and i'm like 30 minutes away i'm in torrent she's in long beach and she's like todd I can't get out of the house. <laughs> you locked me into the house because it was nice. like an old 1920s apartment. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, shit, you know, what do I do? And uh, I talked to Oscar because Oscar was with me at work. We're like, what? How, we got to get Sarah. And Sarah's like, I'm going to have to jump off the balcony because we're on the second floor too. There's so no way to get out? There, no, it, because it's the second floor. Oh, my God. And so there was no way out because we locked the front door. And it had like a deadbolt that went from the front because it was 1920s and every, people were fucking stupid when they made buildings. Where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) She was trapped. So I had to drive home at work. I had to go to my boss and go, I locked my wife, (laughs) my 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 wife to be in the house and she can't get out. And and then I seem like that guy in Cleveland. (laughs) It's got like, you know. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. I seem like the guy's like, I was having some McDonald's. You know, that my, my neighbor would have been, I was having some McDonald's in front of some <laughs> white woman locked in the house next to me. Would have been a really bad uh, move. I, uh, I, before, I remember recently, I was getting ready to go to work, and then I, uh, I, I left the house, and I realized I locked my keys in the house, and it was my car keys, Oof. too. 
So I have my car keys in my house, and now I, I keep a spare set of keys in my garage, so I just hop my back gate, and I come back. So anybody wants to rob me. Right. By the way. Yeah. And so I... Let uh, them know. Yeah, let them know. So what happened was I... Uh, I uh, yeah, I basically uh, I, I uh, locked myself out of my car, and then I had to go back in. I had to break into my house, get my keys, and so I showed up to work late, and I'm like, bad morning. And then sometimes with a good boss, all you got to do is go, bad morning. They're like, don't worry about it. It's as uncomfortable for them as it is for you. So, uh, hey, if you guys have ever uh, had a bad excuse or uh, you were a supervisor and heard some bad excuses, put them up, faroutpodcast.com on the comments. And I'm going to end this with a little bit of a recap from a story from many, many, many long times ago. Oh, good Lord. On the Far Out Podcast. Show number four. Throwback. Oh. Throwback. We need that way back machine. Way back machine. Way back. I'm going back in time. <laughs> That's a Knott's Berry Farm reference for everyone out yeah, of SoCal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recognize. So um, on show number four, which is probably still my top five episodes of Far Out we've ever done, which is me, uh, Buck, and John Sowen did a story where I went to Fire Island uh, in New York, uh, uh, on, on Long Island in New York, and I encountered a lot of naked, yeah, naked men. We call it the Gawk Beat Show. Here we go. I'm going to play a quick clip of this real quick. I'm going to drop this in here and uh, play a quick sample, and then I'll get to the story. So we're walking, and then out in the distance, out yonder, out about 150 yards away, I noticed that there is a couple congregating on the beach. Oh. How congregating, meaning what? Just, I don't know. It was 150 yards away, so I couldn't quite tell how oh, they were okay. congregating. But as we got closer, I thought, oh, shit. I, I, <laughs> I turned to Sarah and I go, I think that man's naked. Nice. Because the guy was removing his towel. and Oh, boy. I, I, saw, I saw Dong. <laughs> and this is 150 feet away. And- you're, you're walking yards. closer to this, and you realize what's going on. Well, I saw the couple congregating about 150 yards out. Right, I got like you. Yeah. Par, par three, uh, seven iron shot. Yards, feet, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When, when, when I got to about what would be a pitching wedge shot hmm. it, coming into the hole, I noticed some dong. Hole. And dong. I, and I had better eyesight than the people I was with. So, And they go, <laughs> yeah. they go, they go, really? They go, oh, Lord. <laughs> And then so we kept walking closer, and then... Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's my point entirely. Yeah. We that, kept walking you, you closer. You take the ant, you turn her around, and you go, let's go that way. But no, nah, yeah. Todd... I need Todd, to see how long this Todd presses is. on. Yes, it, it, exactly. was, it, it was entrapment. Yeah. You're already so far in that now walking out would be more what, of a pain be, in the ass. Would be weird. Yeah, that'd yes. be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. And then also, you don't want... When there's new people on the beach, if you turn around and just start walking away, the, the, you're going to make the guy feel they bad. Feel, yeah, they Who feel cares? bad. Yeah, you, That's his problem, not yours. He's looking out for them. Todd's a very sensitive person. You know what? Like, yeah, like you we know talked what? about if earlier. If he didn't yeah. want you to feel bad, he shouldn't have been throwing his dong around in the first place. <laughs> well, what, what I found out was that this is a just place... Just willy-nilly. Yeah. It is socially acceptable, and people congregate to have their dicks out, because as we got closer, I realized we were, watching, we were walking on a homosexual nude beach. Well, The beach right. wasn't homosexual, but the naked men on it were. <laughs> so the news story is, Fire Island no longer wants to see your junk on display. Hampton's neighbor Fire Island National Seashore is going to start enforcing the ban on noon sunbathing this summer. There have been a lot of complaints in the past about overly frisky behavior on formerly clothing-optional Lighthouse Beach. 
And now that Superstorm Sandy has decimated the dunes that used to hide the, uh, the naked goings-on from lighthouse visitors, officials are going to crack down on nudity. The news was not well received on the Fire Island National Seashore Facebook page. Carol Zaza oof, wrote, This is beyond sad. It's tragic. My heart breaks for the loss of a very special beach that I spent many great years at. The thought of living on Long Island without the lighthouse clothing optional beach makes me want to cry. So now I feel like I was one of the last people to ever fully, my wife included, fully appreciate the naked beach. So for those of you who want to visit it and get buck naked, I say uh, do it now. Get it in. Get it in. Get it done. So we're going to end this show with a... uh... Oh, excuse me. Yeah. We're going to end this show with, uh, I don't know, Every once in a while, I hear a song, and I'm just like, we have to play that on the podcast. And this this song, I, I want to end the show with because I think it's one of the worst pieces of music ever recorded. Wow, I know you had me get this up. You you, you specifically asked for this, and I in my mind, uh, it's this one. Now this is a song called "Cool Cat" by Queen. Oof. And I love Queen. Uh, yeah. But this is the disco era Queen. Mm. Yeah. And this is one of the See, worst songs ever written. It's called Cool Cat. How can you like this and then you embrace, you fully embrace you 2 and their disco era shit? Oh. Like that. Yeah, like, I, I think that's repulsive. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this doesn't sound that repulsive to me. Listen, turn up, turn up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool wow. cat with a new hat. Now, now, how can you not embrace this and yet you embrace the U2 disco? <laughs> Freddie really phoning in it because the talent that Freddie Mercury has, he wrote Bohemian Rhapsody and then he wrote Cool Cat. I just want to put this on our listeners to end the show today. Make your own judgments. Put them at farallpodcast.com. I'm saying Freddie was ingesting too much blow and too yeah. much penis. It's just a lot of coke. Just a lot of coke. It's the most coked up song I've ever heard. Prove this in the band. I, you know. Slow down. I don't think he wants him to slow down. Oh, it's good.
What do you think? I'm naive to the game? There has to be some dick in this movie. Thank you, Elliot. No, dude.